Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and also AlignRadio.com. We are coming to you this beautiful Friday. If you're listening to it live, it's around um, the weekend, which is always an exciting time. And we're going to talk today again about some of the fine-tuning aspects of Law of Attraction. Specifically, we're going to talk about the fact that you don't have to fix anything to make your life better. What you say? Everything you've read about law of attraction is about fixing your vibration, changing your vibration, and now I'm telling you that's not necessary? Well, stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. To help me uncover this law of attraction mystery is my friend and co-host and co-patriot, Janice Campbell. Hey, Janice. Hi. Well, thanks so much for, um, again, being willing to go deeper as we get into these law of attraction tools and ways of being. And and really, you know, I think as we, as we kind of go down our journey here with this show, we're just finding ways to make life easier. <laughs> that should really be the subtitle of the show. <laughs> yes, but to make life easier and also to enjoy the life that we're living. Absolutely. You know, to enjoy the ride. We're here. Yeah, we want to be enjoying it. Well, I think, you know, the, the kind of cosmic joke is that if indeed, if these quantum physicists are, are right, <laughs> and all the things and all the clues that these metaphysicians have been telling us that we indeed are creating our own reality, how crazy is it to create a story you don't want to live? You know, it, it really is kind of a, a beautiful irony. But when we wake up to the fact that we are involved in the narrative of how we enjoy our life. It becomes, you know, Abraham often says, the day that we tell you that you create your own reality, you get really excited. And then after you've had about a day to think about it, you freak out because now what does that mean? And it does require some radical responsibility in how you focus your attention. And I think that's probably, you know, the biggest and most important part of this information is that you're, you can't do things like you've used, that you used to do and get anything different. But the fine tuning is it's not a big overhaul because the truth is our inner being has always been guiding us into a narrative that is within alignment of our, our broader knowing. Our inner, our inner emotional guidance system, which is really the, the compass that we look to when we want to be more creative in, in creating this life experience, it's always pulling us up the vibrational scale if we allow it. It's always pulling us into a better feeling place if we allow it. But sometimes we get into the momentum 
of I have to fix things or it's hard or this isn't how my family did it. You know, all those things that kind of shut the doors down of the information coming to us from higher consciousness about how to make life easier, how to make it more fun, how to enjoy the story you're telling yourself. Because if indeed you're making it up, let's make sure you're you're making up a life that you want to live um but it is it is kind of a a radical awakening to to take responsibility for um for what you are creating in a, in a very specific way and on today's show i want to speak to this um i think this idea came out of the secret and i and i call the secret if many of you have you know read the book saw the movie is kind of law of attraction light l i t e you know, it was it was very it was a very important piece of, of documentary film, and I think it really changed. I mean, don't you think, Janice? It really kind of brought a lot of these principles into the mainstream. Yes. Well, instead of reading it maybe in a complicated book, people were able to watch it on a show and see, like, yeah. oh, it's that easy. It's that simple. It's you know. Yeah, but then the problem was that it it sort of didn't go deep enough into some of the mechanics of how this worked, and so it looked like there wasn't, you know, like you really didn't have to shift your consciousness. You just had to have wishful thinking. Yes. And it didn't matter if you had wishful thinking on top of other things. Right. You just had to wish. <laughs> but, so there is an easier route. Yeah. But, but I think yeah. a lot of spirituality is really, it is kind of tricky because it's kind of like a paradox. Like as you're, as you're saying at the beginning is we don't need to fix things. We're working too hard. And at the same time, if we're on like the wrong, wrong track, we are working too hard, so we kind of have to fix by getting back to the right track. Yeah, it's, right. But it's yeah. still slippery. It's it's. Um, I guess that's why we never get bored of it, because True. it's just there's always nu- nuances and things to really look at, and new new awarenesses and new insights that are fun to like. Oh wow, yeah, never saw that before. That's interesting. Then we could try it out. Exactly. And and I think the, the catch 22 of the law of attraction is that you have to understand that that which you focus on, you create that. So the idea of fixing something is, is actually creating more opportunities to fix. Mm-hmm. Because in the consciousness of something being wrong, you create more opportunities to experience the wrongness. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so there, therein lies the paradox, but we can move through this because there is a clarity of understanding here, but it has to do with a very fine-tuned shift in pulling back from the idea of fixing and just simply dropping that which you do not want. It really is like the only reason it exists is because you're holding it in consciousness. But I think, we, I think you hit on it when you said it's the clarity of understanding. So it's yeah. really bringing in understanding. A couple nights ago, we were watching, you know, my oldest son's getting ready to graduate from high school. And we got, we were watching all these old videos when the kids were really little. And I was fascinated because I was looking at this video and we had just moved into our house. We had no furniture, nothing. And I remember being so stressed out, like thinking of the neighbors and, oh my God, we have no furniture. We shouldn't even be living here. It's too expensive. And worry, worry, concern, concern. And now with this being older and wiser and this vantage point is seeing that it actually worked out. Like there was nothing wrong. There was absolutely nothing. I mean, it was a beautiful life. The kids were running around. I mean, we were, uh, you know, like 15 years younger. I mean, mean, there was absolutely nothing. We were healthy, nothing. There was absolutely nothing wrong. But the perception was, I got to fix this. 
uh, this is wrong. We need more money. We need furniture. We need this. So there's a lot of energy on there was something wrong. But the truth of it was there was nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Yeah. And how, and, and if you could whisper in the ear yes. of that 15 year younger woman and said to her, enjoy yourself. Yeah, well, relax. you know, I'm, I'm doing that. And then my husband's like, God, I can see how great it is to be a grandparent. It's like, wait a minute. I got a few years between now and being a grandparent. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm going to start shifting. I, this insight is really, it really shifted me because I'm thinking, wow, there was nothing, which means there's nothing wrong now. When I look back on this in 10 years, the things that I'm, it's almost like I'm making them up. Yeah, because you there's are. nothing yeah. wrong. <laughs> there's yeah, and and anything that is um, contrasting in nature, if we can come from this perspective that everything is unfolding in sort of a perfect narrative, then we can relax in and kind of be excited about how it's all going to turn out. Because if we understand these metaphysical laws, it's not about us doing it anyway. And you know, it's, it's going to turn out. I mean, I think that's the. It's like the knowing. You know, it's going to turn out. So right. we might as well relax. Well, what's interesting is Abraham talks a lot about the fact that you don't have to die to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean by that is oftentimes we have this idea that, oh, when I'm dead, I'll relax. Yeah. Or when I'm dead, I won't have to worry about all this stuff. Or, you know, when I make my transition, that's when I'll really feel the glory of God. And I think what they're saying is, well, that's fine. You can transition and release all your resistance and realize who you were and have a wonderful ride. But isn't it exciting and delicious to experience that knowing and be physical at the same time. That's a ride. That's a ride that they think we want to take, which is why we're here now in this quote-unquote time of awakening, because it is an opportunity for us to be in that bliss state, to be in that excited state, to release the resistance and know that if we are in conscious awareness of what we want and we know it's ours, then we can certainly enjoy the not having of it. I'm going to say that again. You can enjoy the not having of it, if you know the having of it is on its way. The only time we get into trouble is if we don't think the having of it is on its way. Then we get all <laughs> verklempt and need to make well, it. Well, and happen. also, I even wonder about that whole energy around um, having it or not having it. Yeah, because I was listening. I wrote a list the other day, and it's like everything that's going on in my life. And it's like, you know, I like it. I, I wrote down the benefits of, of why, you know, the benefits of the way it is. And then I realized I actually like it this way. You know, and then we part do. of it, so I think the whole thing about something's wrong or fix it is really an outside conversation or a, a something we think we should, like we think we should fix something, but really we like the way we're doing it or it's actually working for us or we would shift it. Right. So maybe right. there's not that much missing anyway. Maybe that's just a perception. It is. And, and there's so much more joy. There's room for more joy in switching that perception to saying, I'm right on track. Mm -hmm. Whatever is happening is coming because I know in consciousness, I have said it so, that I am the powerful and dynamic being working with these beautiful energies. And if I get out of my own way, which we hear oftentimes, that it will, it will happen in a more delicious fashion than it could happen if I tried to make it happen in the physical, which still works, by the way. It's just a hell of a lot more work. And, you know, you get diseases along the way because of the stress. Mm -hmm. You know, so none of this is right or wrong, but we want to find a more elegant, fine-tuned way of enjoying what it, we have now in anticipation of that which is allowing more to happen because we're here for more. We're here for expansion. And some of us have bigger desires than others, but we, no one's on the planet without some desire 
for more. And we want to embrace that and use that as a roadmap to our unfolding, not as something to fix or get over. And But I think even if we take it internally, where, you know, I've been working with a lot of people for many years on these on these laws, and they still come with this idea that, oh, I have to fix my vibration now. I know it, I know it's not about fixing it out in the physical, but now we've still got this thing about, I got to clean up my vibration. Or I've got to go make this better. I've got to stop thinking that way. Or I've got to stop looking at something. And and I think the pushing against is what I want to talk about today. Because when we push against that, that, oh, I have to stop thinking this way, we actually... It's resistance. It's in, resistance. We, we dig in deeper to thinking that mm-hmm. way. And one way out that I've found, um, that, I've, that I've picked up from my new friend, Frank Butterfield from the Communion of Light, communionoflight.com, who we've been listening to for the last couple of weeks, he said, you know, one of the ways to kind of detach from it is you can say, I'm okay with not being okay with that. So you start to kind of distance yourself from needing to change anything, but just to sort of have an okay with the fact that I think my vibration is out of whack and that's why I'm getting this, that, and the other. Just kind of relax with that because nothing actually is out of whack unless you call it so. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second because I really like that. It reminds me of in a class once we were talking about gratitude and sometimes how when we think we should be grateful for something, it feels off. Like she was yeah. saying, oh, I'm supposed to be grateful for this old car I'm driving. You know, it's it's a fine line because, yes, we're grateful for everything that we have. A broken car is better than no car. But if it it's kind of gets back to that feeling thing. Like if, if yeah. I say I should be grateful for this old car and if it feels off, there's something in it. Right. And there's no magical thing that's going to shift you from... I'm really not okay. It's almost with this like old because car. I think it's like kind of like what are we saying underneath the st- saying is I don't deserve to have a new car. I'm never going to get a new car. I, I, I should be happy with what I have. Basically, that's the belief. I should be happy with what I have if I'm a good spiritual person. And that keeps creating Plan B instead of Plan A. Yeah. yeah. So it's right. like, yay! Look what I have. I'm happy. I think I Plan B. Hey. Right. <laughs> I should should be. <laughs> And then if we're not, we feel bad about that. Like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. So I like that. I'm okay with not being okay with this. This is a new layer. This is kind of a layer for us to get, you know, underneath that releasing of the resistance. Because, again, it's not to fix anything. It's to letting go. It's letting go of that which is not serving us. And um, by, you know, Abraham often says, when you try to get to the bottom of something, there is no bottom to something you don't want. There is no bottom to something you don't want that will give you what you want. Now, we are clarifying what we want by going through contrast, but by dumpster diving into what we don't want, we just create more of that. And therein is lies that paradox. So if we step back and say, I'm okay with not being okay with that, <laughs> we start to distance ourselves just a bit and we start to feel the relief in it being okay with the circumstance. And that little shift of release allows us to see that there are new choices that we can make. Like if I'm okay with, with not being okay, then I can probably find a way to feel okay with as it is. Well, you also have the freedom to poke around and line up with what you do want. Because I think sometimes with the dumpster diving thing, it's because our intention is not really to change anything. We're just gathering more evidence of how yes. victimized we are. So we're not really shifting the energy. We're just kind of justifying why we're stuck in the energy, which is very different from seeing something, having an understanding, and then having the contrast shine light on the truth right. and then moving right. to that. 
into that energy. Well, it's kind of like being on a merry-go-round and you think if you just go faster, you're going to outrun your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I just won't do that. But you're still on the same merry-go-round. And yeah. whether you're zipping faster or slower, what you have to do is get off yeah, the merry-go-round. Yeah, it's the wrong track. No. It's it's the wrong yeah. track. Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to get there from there. But I think also many of us who grow up maybe, you know, in therapy or going to a therapist or you know, who who that was a part of our family dynamic and for for many of us that was a good thing. The the problem is that oftentimes it's focused on again getting to the bottom of something. And, you know, we've talked about sometimes, obviously, the contrast is good information, but we want to quickly move on to the new information. So I want to play um, a little track from um, a Communion of Light series that is happening with Frank Butterfield, who's a beautiful channel, very Abrahamic, as I've talked about in the last couple of weeks. And this particular, and I'm just going to play a couple of minutes before we go to break about this idea that I have to clean up my vibration before I can get what I want. And we're going to kind of blow the lid off that a little bit and hopefully give you some relief that you don't have to work so hard, even on the vibrational side, to get that which you're wanting. So let me cue this up. And again, this is the communionoflight.com. And this is part of the morning series where he's talking about leveraging the contrast of money. Hold on. It seems to me that no matter what I do... I'm always just a little bit behind where it is that I want to be. And so I'm noticing that it seems like all I hear over and over and over again is that if I really want to have what it is that I want, I'm going to have to totally clean up my vibration because otherwise I'm always going to be just behind where it is that I want to be. And this feels like an awful lot of hard work. It seems like... If that was the case, then I would just always be right behind myself and never really catch up. But I know that in other areas of my life, that's not really the case. So I'm really frustrated that every time I turn around and look at this, it seems like I'm always having to clean up something else in my vibration because somehow or another, I'm not quite there yet. And I really just simply don't like that. Now, it's okay that, well, I'm not sure it's actually okay that that's the case. Actually, I'm not really okay with the fact that I feel this way. I'm not okay with the fact that I feel like this is what I'm being told over and over and over again. But I can get okay with that, and I'm thinking that what could happen is I could actually say to myself, it's okay that I feel this way, and it's okay that this is what my perception is, because I'm not 100% sure that it's exactly right. But it is what everything feels like to me. So I'm okay with this. I think I can get okay with it. I'm okay with the fact that I do feel like every time I turn around, I have to completely clean up my vibration before I can have all the money I, I want. And that I'm always just a little bit behind everything. Okay, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio and AlignRadio.com. When we come back... We'll get out of the contrast and into the allowing. Stay tuned. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, 
you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Did you know that most of us operate on autopilot and don't even realize it? In fact, psychologists suggest automatic behavior has become the rule of thumb these days. Jesse Harriet wants to talk with you about how to make the switch from barely thriving and functioning to living a fully functioning, conscious, and purposeful life. The all is mind, and so are you. Call in with your questions and comments for Jesse Live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central Time on Living on Purpose, where we blend psychology and ancient wisdom. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with Janice and Ray on this beautiful vibrational day. We just heard a small uh, two-minute track from Frank... Uh, Butterfield channeling the communion of light, talking about setting up this this scenario that we we always feel in these metaphysical rooms 
all that you wonderful people listening, I know that we're traveling together on this path. Otherwise, you wouldn't have found this, this, um, this radio channel. But Janice, wasn't it interesting that contrast that he talked about where we just feel like we're always just behind where we want to be? <laughs> yes. But, you know, I think that's interesting because he also said he doesn't feel that way in other areas of his life. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, because I could look in my life, too, and I say some areas I feel really fabulous, like I'm right on track. I love where I am. And then other areas I feel behind. But the only reason I feel behind is because I'm making up something that I'm behind. (laughs) You know, really, there's nothing wrong other than my perception and looking out into the world and judging and saying, oh, I should be further along in this particular area. But that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, but actually, I notice I'm okay with it. It's almost like a should or a comparing thing that makes me feel behind. I'm wondering if we ever really are behind. I don't think we are. And I think it's, it is a perception, but that's perception makes us suffer. And that's why we want to, we want to call it under the light today. We want to call it under the light. And I think you really right there nailed the everyday takeaway today. It is always your perception that is the problem. It is always your perception that is the problem because source energy has a perspective where there is no problem. There is only unfolding. There's only opportunity. There's only great expansion. And I think it is that perspective that we want to keep letting go of when it doesn't serve us and finding the new perspective from source, from our higher consciousness, from our higher knowing that can just, oh come in and you can release all the shoulds. But I think step one right there was getting okay with not being okay. And I want to, I want to delve into that for just a minute because I felt a lot of relief when he said, no, I'm not okay with everyone telling me. And I'm tired of hearing it. (laughs) I'm tired of hearing. I got to clean up my vibration to get what I want. Because it feels like even though it's, it's in a good topic, our cleaning up our vibration, it's still a should. It's, it's still, still we're it's doing still... something wrong. We're behind. We're, yeah, it's a should. Oh my, oh my. I felt like I got a, a let out of jail free card. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was in jail about that, mm-hmm. you know, because I'd gotten so close to this work about cleaning up your vibration that there was this kind of, oh, it does feel like an awful lot of work if I have to keep working with this vibration and I'm always just behind. But this first step, the step one is just getting okay with the fact that that doesn't feel okay. It, and it's, it's like admitting it too. No, I don't yeah. like that. That's not fun. I don't like playing that game, but always having to clean up my vibration. <laughs> no. And don't tell me that I always have to clean up. First you were telling me I was cleaning up my thoughts, and now you're going to tell me I had to clean up my vibration, yeah. and I'm sick of it. Yeah. You know? But, you know, it's interesting because it doesn't even matter what the topic is. It's it's yeah. more like the energy underneath it. Even It'd be like yeah. even like, an, you know, an athlete. Oh, you're great. You're great. But you know what? You really got to work. You know, I don't know. It's just interesting how maybe it's that thing we don't like to be told what to do. That and well, and we're freedom-seeking beings, and so and when you say something as you know, as sort of vaguey, you know, metaphysically, you know, yada yada, clean up your vibration. Um, it just it makes me feel like what does that mean? And it doesn't even feel right because you're telling me to be different than I am. Well, you know, that's interesting too because it feels like like maybe maybe. Um, maybe we have a really deep knowing that we're on track. <laughs> that we're on track. And we know it. I mean, and it's like we're fine with it. And then we hear all this input and then we start to question. Like, yeah. maybe I'm not on track. Maybe I should be doing more. Maybe yeah. it's, it is my fault. Maybe it shouldn't be this way. Because at some level, no matter what level of contrast you're experiencing, you're involved with your metaphysical 
higher counterpart, whatever you want to call that source, spirit, God, it. Annie, you know, whatever you want to call it, you are in you because your heart beats and your eyes focus and you are alive in the world and breathing at some capacity, you are in cahoots with this unfolding at some level. I mean, I think that actually is easier to imagine than to think of some, you know, benevolent God up there that's that's playing Santa Claus or we're the puppet on a string. You are involved at some level of this unfolding. And that should give us comfort and it should give us peace of mind. And it should give us an understanding that we have all the tools we need already. But what's that thing Abraham because- always says about um, if you feel lousy, it's just because you're you're believing something source energy doesn't would never believe would never believe. So may, so if it feels if it doesn't uplift us or it doesn't feel good or it doesn't provide relief, then maybe we are off track, even though we think we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's not about changing the circumstance. It's changing the perception of the circumstance that is always going to give us more creative power in how our life is unfolding. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> it's never about changing the circumstance i.e. you move out, you're bothering me, right? Or you mm-hmm. go away or you or change jobs or whatever it is that looks like I'm going to change the circumstance. But change of the perspective releases the resistance so that those higher source knowings can come in and start to infiltrate our thoughts. There's something this uh, infiltrate our ability to see this broader perspective. You know, Abraham is saying initially when we got started in this law of attraction work, it was think these thoughts and feel these feelings. Think these thoughts and then you'll feel these feelings. And those better thoughts will lead to better feelings, which will raise your vibration. But now they're saying more and more, feel the feelings of it's okay. Feel the relief. Know that all is truly well and let the feelings infiltrate the thoughts so that the ideas, the inspirations, the yes, the no's will start to come from that vibrational field so that we're not working so hard. So when we relax, allow, I'm on track. That's their perception, not mine. I am allowed to have this. It is mine, however crazy it is and however messed up it looks from everyone else's perspective. It is my messed up and it's okay something is unfolding here oh relief 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 and we get this feeling of relief and now our vibration naturally raises like a cork on water that's been released and then new thoughts new ideas new perspectives just come in without the work without the figuring out without the fixing it it just switches that road switches that perception and it's a beautiful process you know but it come it comes from our initial I'm okay with not being okay, Mm -hmm. and then I will find more and more relief. I want to play the response to that morning series. And again, um, Frank is going to be on the show uh, in the next few weeks, and we'll have him, you know, on air um, answering some questions that we have. And uh, but in the meantime, we want to explore some of the perspectives that he is getting. And um, you can access more of his content at communionoflight.com. But I want to play the response to that first track that we listened to where it said, I'm just sick of everyone telling me I got to clean up my vibration. So let's listen to the other part of that and let's look for some relief in that. So what I'm noticing is that it's not so much that I really need to clean up my vibration. It just seems like... Every time I turn around, there's something else going on around the topic of money. And I'm beginning to think that maybe that's just a habit that I have in the way that I'm thinking. And so considering that it might just be a habit, I could actually change my mind. And instead of thinking about how 
I'm not getting it and how I'm not there yet, what I might possibly could do is decide that this is the thing this is the thing that I'm really wanting. And even though it seems like I don't have it, it seems like I might not be right on the mark in exactly the way that I want to be. I could change my mind and say that I have a new habit, and the new habit goes like this, that what I'm really noticing is that there's always something a little bit better going on here. There's always something a little bit better going on in terms of what it is that I believe I could have. There's always something a little bit better going on in my money vibration. That instead of noticing that I'm not there yet, I could notice how I'm constantly arriving. I really could notice this, and in fact, that's the way it feels to me now. What I'm realizing is that all of the times that I thought, well, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, that was just me doing that kind of out of a habit. And so, of course, I would draw to me all sorts of people and situations and circumstances where that would be reinforced. But now I can change my mind and I can actually say, I am there and I'm constantly getting there and I'm actually getting better and better and better at this. And I can feel that, actually. I can feel that right where I'm standing, right where I'm sitting. I can see that this is exactly right, that I am getting better at this, that if money is kind of a game, I'm actually getting better and better and better at playing the game, just like I'm much better at allowing myself to love and be loved. So instead of worrying about what it is that I think I'm supposed to do or whether or not I should clean up my vibration, what I've decided instead is to allow myself to really and truly have everything that I really do believe I can have in terms of the money that I'm wanting. I no longer think that it's necessary for me to be so completely and totally wrapped up in the idea that there's something somehow or another that I'm supposed to be doing better or different. What I can do instead is cultivate the idea that there is something going on here that feels so much better to me than I've ever thought would be possible. So that's what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stand forth and I'm going to decide this is what it is that I can have. So instead of thinking that what I really need to do is figure out what's going wrong or what I need to fix or what I need to do better, what I'm deciding to do is to cultivate the idea that I'm already there, that actually what's going on in my life is a testament to the idea, to the very fact that things are getting better and better and better as regards to money. So... I've done this in other parts of my life, and I can do that here. The only problem that I've ever really had was that I kept saying to myself, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet, I'm not there yet. So, of course, what would happen is I would draw to me the ideas and the beliefs and the thoughts and the circumstances and the other people who would say, I'm definitely not there yet. So I'm enjoying being where I am. I'm actually noticing more and more and more every day that where I am in regards to money is actually 
perfect. There's not really anything more that I need to do. There's not really anything more that I need to figure out. Actually, what's happening is things around money are getting better and better and better. I'm having more money. I feel more at home with myself around the idea of money. I'm feeling better and better and better about how things are turning out. Projects that I have, ideas that I have, ways of interacting with other people around the topic of money, all of this is getting a lot easier. So I think I actually have cleaned up my vibration. And in fact, that is what I'm doing. But it doesn't feel like this arduous thing because what I'm doing now is I'm cultivating the idea and I'm gathering to me the evidence that things are getting better and that they're not just getting better right now, right at this moment, but they're progressively getting better. And yes, they are getting better right now, but I can feel the forward momentum that it's just a continuous stream of things getting better and better and better because that's the habit that I'm developing and I'm really enjoying that. I'm really finding all of this to be just very, very, very delicious indeed. And I'm noticing that I don't have to worry. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to plan. I don't have to try to sort this out. That really, it's just my desire for things to get better around the topic of money that's allowing things to get better around the topic of money. And I'm really enjoying that. In fact, I find that to be completely exhilarating. And I know that as good as it is now, and it really is wonderful, that as good as it is now, it's going to be getting even better and better and better from here. Again, that was Frank Butterfield channeling the communion of light. Now, specifically, he is talking about money, but you can add in any topic that you've got going on, whether it be relationships or health or whatever it is that you think you need to fix in your life, you can just insert that in. Um, and, and part of this series, this morning series that he's doing, actually I encourage anyone who's interested in is, is cluing or cueing into what he's saying to sign up for the morning series. Um, you can do that at communionoflight.com. Jen, wasn't it interesting that, that just sort of calling out that this is just a habit of thinking, yeah. this idea of you need to fix something. And then noticing that how he attracts that evidence in. Like yeah. if he says he's not there yet, he'll attract people in that confirm that he's not there yet. <laughs> how insane is this? But it, what I like about it is it's so, I mean, it, you know, it reminds me of the beginning of our conversation where it's like there's intricacies and this and that. And yet at the same time, it's really simple. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, yeah, that habit's not really working for me. What was that other one he's talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm enjoying being where I am. Okay. <laughs> Well, the, you know, the big, you know, I think message there too is let go of the statement of I'm not there yet. Because the, again, there it is that paradox, that sort of beautiful, crazy paradox where you, you know, if you say you're not there yet, congratulations, you will always not be there yet. But, I, but again, it's like, where are we going? Where are we right. getting to? And, <laughs> and then that's an interesting thing too. Like, you know, I'm just thinking flash on Jesus. I mean, was he going anywhere? Right. But yeah, but any- but he did have the desire to grow in the respect of bringing out that Christ consciousness in people. That was a desire yes. to facilitate that. But he knew that that was already there. He just had to bask in the awareness of it. See, we're already there on the metaphysical level, but we're just not basking in it until it shows up on the physical. And the irony, again, is it can't show up on the physical until you're basking in yes. it on the metaphysical. And having the awareness that it's already here. 
But again, it's kind so, of like he still was teaching and talking, but it's where he was coming from. Yeah. He's teaching and talking. It's, if he was coming from, God, you guys got to get this. You know, you are not getting this. Look at you. <laughs> Sick. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which he would have completely had evidence to do. Yes, right. But, but that's not it, where he was coming from. Right. And the key component there was when you could hear it, hear it so beautifully in that unfolding was, I think I'm going to change my mind. I think I'm going to have a new habit. And I'm going to say that even though whatever's going on in my life, something always is getting better. Something is always getting better. And we start to cultivate that release, you know, but also what, I, what what it makes me think of is how often we really track the energies around us. Almost like I can't think that because people will see that my life isn't getting better. You know what I mean? Instead of it really seeming like it's an inside job, it's yes. going on in our consciousness. We don't have to prove to people. We don't have to be afraid of sounding foolish. You know, it's like, this is our consciousness. We get to decide where we hang out. And and then the whole thing, too, about thinking that we have to change other people. You know, we say we have to fix ourselves or there's something wrong with us, but there's also wrong with people around us. I mean, that's that's a bad habit. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, part three of today's show, where we talk more about what it feels like to release needing to get there and embracing constantly arriving. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back. On the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand. A little less stress and a lot more pain. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. In a world that accepts mediocrity, conformity, and limitation, we are being called to shatter previously held beliefs about what is possible and live bigger, bolder, and more outrageously. As we explore cutting-edge ideas, people, teachings, and practices, we will settle for nothing less than a life lived with passion and purpose. Join Reverends Robin Ryder and Robin Ferguson live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Time and explore what it is like to live your life out loud. Rebels with a Cause, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. So I wanted to delve in. I know we have limited time here as we get into this last portion of the show, but I wanted to sort of just bask a little bit in this changing of habit where we start to notice how we're constantly arriving to where we want to be. And I do believe it's a habit you cultivate and then the physical universe shows up. Now, we heard, um, you know, Frank Butterfield channeling the communion of light talking specifically about the topic of money. But you can, if you want to, can put your metaphysical eye on any topic and say, how have I arrived today rather than where do I still need to go? How is this already happening? I am, I am already there and I'm becoming aware that I'm constantly arriving in a better and better circumstance that I can release the worry or the need to quote unquote clean anything up, but I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to make a decision today to allow myself to have it, to have that which I'm wanting. And I'm going to say that I am already arriving in that. I'm going to start to gather evidence for that. Um, it, it really is a beautiful getting off of the merry-go-round. Yeah. You know? But it also helps to have an understanding of the truth. Because like yeah. Jesus had an understanding. That's why it's easy when we understand the truth that there really is nothing wrong or things are not broken. They don't need to be fixed. Then yes. it's, it makes it easier to change the habit. If, if we really don't have that understanding and we're trying to change the habit on top of, I'm just not going to look, look at this problem, right. that's not going to work. And as we know, and if you look at any quote unquote problem that we've had in the physical world, the solution came from a looking elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, the problem promoted an opportunity for the wanting of, of something different. The situation actually catapulted rocket of desire, smell the jet fuel, as we like to say, <laughs> that came from Frank, smell the jet fuel of that which you're wanting, but then no, and you know, all the greats said this, Einstein included, you can't solve a problem from the problem's consciousness. So this whole uh, shift, this new habit of changing your mind and saying, I am going to stop noticing that I'm not there and I'm going to start gathering evidence for the arriving at a solution, the knowing, the confidence that I will understand and be given. And how many times have we all had this where with the minute we released the situation, the answer came? Yes. When we, and oftentimes we have to get to the point of total surrender, whether it be physical or mental exhaustion, yeah. we finally say, I surrender. And, and I'm, I'm posing today that we don't have to go that far down in the surrender to release to the knowing so that the answers can come with ease and with grace, you know? Yeah. I'm just thinking, what would that feel like? You know, yeah. Like what would that, you know, I'm thinking, cause mostly I do that at night. Like I'll be working on something, I'll be tired. Then I'm like, this is it. I'm done. I'm going to bed. You know, and then I wake up and I feel better. But I'm thinking like during the day, like how that having that consciousness to just release, you know, like yes. noticing the resistance, kind of noticing the habit, the track we're on and then saying, no, you know, that's not that 
that's not the habit. You know what I mean? I'm just wondering, like, well, it's like a plant. I mean, he he said cultivating an idea. And I think about, you know, when we, when you first plant a plant and you're cultivating something, you're getting gentle around it. You're not ramming it. Come on, grow. You know, you're cultivating it. Maybe it starts in a small pot and you just begin to see it grow and you water it gently. You don't bucket of water on it. You you cultivate this idea. Give it attention and give it love. Softly. What, and we can start with that. Wouldn't it be nice if I was noticing what's, what is right rather than what isn't? You know, what would it feel like to cultivate the idea that my life is reflecting things getting better and better, even though they may not be um, totally, I'm not going to be totally aware of them. I can see that there are things that are happening and shifting and changing. And, you know, and we can really, if you want to go general on it, sun came up without me having to do anything. Yeah, you know, um, things are are working out. There are things working out, and even when, um, you know, one of my my favorite ch- uh, online channels is TED dot com, T E D dot com, where all these great scientists get together and have these twenty minute talks that can change the world, and it's just fabulous. One of the talks that was just recent was a guy who said, you know, we've always been worried about population explosion and then too many people on the planet. And he went in, and I won't go into the details of it, but within twenty minutes, he showed that. You know, there's this elegant way that we are actually balancing the population to a perfect symbiosis that the planet can support. And it was really beautiful. I mean, you have to go and watch it. Um, TED.com and uh, something about population. You can just search it. But th- it was like he was introducing that we have to stop cultivating this idea that we're headed for doom. That and also yeah. like that we're in charge. Yeah, <laughs> like here yeah, you say that. So, okay, now I'm going to try to get the universe just perfect population wise. So it's in like, like. Life is designed to work. Exactly. And trusting that. But how much time, energy, focus have we spent worrying on these sort of broader issues to which we day to day, you know, we have some control, we'd have left less children and all that. But, but I mean, we're really seeing that there's this dynamic thing that we are getting better at better at understanding what we can do. And it was fascinating to, to watch uh, this over time, how things were actually coming into this beautiful balance. Um, and that there were zero pockets of the planet that were having a lot of children because a lot of because the mortality rate was really high, but that it, it too was getting better and getting better and getting better. And it was like, can we cultivate the idea that there's something more going on here than I know right. and that I can trust it and that my life is getting better and better. And I'm just going to keep saying that until the evidence starts presenting itself and people will begin telling me about how good their life is going and not how but bad. But it reminds me of the Jesus thing again, like getting back to the understanding that there's nothing wrong here. It's almost like our ego, too. Like when we get on our high horse, oh, the world's falling apart. I have to fix it. These people are wrong. It's, It's kind of a funny thing. Well, ironically, the solution to all those problems are in the releasing of the resistance to the problem itself. And that's something that I know the mass culture is not ready for. Well, it's like the war on still, drugs, the war on all that energy. Look how that turned yeah. out. But, but there's not that there aren't things that can get better, but how we are able to tap into the solution. You know, there's some old technology that said we have to beat it to the ground and things did change slowly. They did. But there's this new technology, this new consciousness technology that says the planet has solutions, but we have to step back and cultivate the idea that things can get better and better. And even though situations look like they're going in in one direction, there's opportunities, not to say there aren't things 
you know, that are going a little haywire. But but we have to change our perspective in order to get to the solution. Right, exactly. It reminds me of someone I was hearing about this coaching thing, and he was complaining about all the players and this and that. But it's like, it doesn't shift the player. That doesn't shift the players. Like, yeah. you, you can't make people wrong or talking to kids. You can't make them wrong or shame them and expect to get the result you want. No. It just never, no. never, never works that way. And yet, and yet, like you say, the old technology is we keep, a lot of times we come from that place. We keep perpetuating And thinking it. that we're actually doing good, but it, it gets back to spiritual principles. It's going against the principles. It doesn't work that way. It's not how energy flows. Exactly. So we're here to mandate as we wrap up the show today that I am enjoying where I am, that I am enjoying and I'm choosing to cultivate a new idea, that my life is actually getting better and better, and that I am in a series of constantly arriving day to day, moment to moment, and that I am changing my mind about how I'm perceiving having to fix anything and allowing and the knowing and the unfolding. Janice, I know you've got to run, but thank you so much for spending this hour with us. It was so much fun, and I think we had some great takeaways today. We'll see you next time. Okay, thanks. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity FM, and we're going to wrap up with a Law of Attraction card reading, which you can get at abraham-hicks.com. So stay tuned to that and enjoy. We'll see you next time. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us, my career is one of creating a joyful life experience. If your dominant intent is to feel joy while you're doing the work, your triad of intentions, freedom, growth, and joy, will come quickly and easily into alignment. See your career as one of creating a joyful life experience. You are not a creator of things or a regurgitator of what someone else has created or a gatherer of stuff. You are a creator. And the subject of your creation is your joyful life experience. That is your mission. That is your quest. That is why you are here. My career is one of creating a joyful life experience. And so is yours. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like. And that today is sunny with possibilities. If you would like to purchase your own Law of Attraction cards, visit abraham-hicks-lawofattraction.com. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the Law of Attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? 
Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. a good life and are grateful for it. But what if you stretched beyond good and shifted to amazing? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of the First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an amazing life. Transcend the need for acceptance of others and be an example of living the truth. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an amazing life right now? Learn how each week on From Good to Amazing, Mondays at 4 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you think you know all you want to know about characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from an historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of the lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life. Only at Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Is your life on hold? Do you feel stuck? Are you a success story to everybody but yourself? Are you tired of getting ready to get ready? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then tune in every Wednesday to Design Your Life with Rev. Kevin Ross and friends. Get ready to answer your life's highest calling. Reclaim your life with Rev. Kevin friends and explore distinctions for becoming a person of purpose, power, passion, peace, and prosperity. Call in with your questions and comments for real-time coaching and conversation committed to inspiring and empowering you to design and live the life of your dreams. 
That's Design Your Life with Reverend Kevin Ross and Friends. Every Wednesday, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Mm-hmm.